I'm off. I'm off. <laughs> My beat was off. <laughs> I was on the two of the four. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Okay. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Thursday. 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 <laughs> Look, Carla laughing at us. <laughs> I was off, Carla. I was off. Oh my, my gosh. My, my dance was off. Amen. Um, <laughs> this is the day that the Lord has made. We I will, will rejoice. rejoice. I we will. We will. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Be glad in it. Uh, today we are uh, we're, we're we're still on a series talking about priorities, mm-hmm. uh, priority truths, and um, I, I really have enjoyed this time of um, coming together. Thank you so much for watching us. Thank you so much for engaging, engaging, sharing, sharing the video, making comments. We love it. We we will go back and watch. Uh, what what you said, I believe that um, it's important that we get back to the basics and how things operate. Mm. Uh, what is God's laws? You know, uh, we said say yesterday, everything that Jesus does, he does it through laws. Right. And so he understands the laws of God, the mm-hmm. priorities of God. And so um, let's jump right back into it. We're we're dealing with the law of the law of. Um, priority and it and it comes from genesis chapter four uh, genesis chapter two and it says uh here therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh and they were both naked the man and his wife and they were not ashamed um let's talk for a minute about this word shame mm-hmm. just for a minute it was a subject for last night, mm-hmm. the subject of shame. And one thing that we find is that there was no shame until there was sin. Mm. The only time that Adam and Eve ever felt shame in the whole discourse, even when they talked to the devil, they didn't feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> these mm. days we wow. know what it means to dialogue with Satan. So yeah. if you dialogue with with Satan and you go in certain circles and say, oh yeah, I've been talking to the devil, folks going to look at you mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll produce shame. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know? Yeah. But they weren't even ashamed to talk to the devil, but what they were ashamed of was the sin. Mm-hmm. And what is sin other than to knowingly go against the laws and the wisdom yeah, of God. I was just thinking of violating laws. Violating God. Yeah. That is a sin. Uh, now it's a sin to violate God, either knowing or unknowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, you wow. know, the That's only good. time you're going to feel shame, or you might say, well, what is shame? Shame is uh, uh, related to the word embarrassment. Mm-hmm. It's very closely related. It's the guilt of knowing that you've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And it, it only enters into a relationship even when there is a violation. violation. Yeah, so good. When there is a violation mm-hmm. of what the laws that keep you together, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. laws that cause you to be a good family. And the number one sin in relationship is the, the breakdown of priorities. Mm-hmm. All sin 
in relationship comes from that breakdown. Mm-hmm. You were you were uh, you were talking about violating the laws of God, you know, and you know mm-hmm. me it takes me on a takes me on a rabbit trail. But mm-hmm. the 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 thing that we forget is that God established these things. God established the law of priority. Yeah. He established it. And he also established relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, when we look at, when, when God looked at, at the man, he said, it's not good that man be alone mm-hmm. or all one. Mm-hmm. Say. He, he, he's the one that came up with the idea of marriage. He's the one that came up with the idea of how marriage should be conducted. Mm-hmm. So when we start moving over into independence mm-hmm. and start moving over into uh, sin, which is missing the mark. Mm-hmm. You're going to live a life full of shame. You're going to live a life full of regrets. You're going to even live a life full of dissatisfaction mm-hmm. because of the violation of the original plan. Right. Anything, we said this last night, anything that you take out of his source will die. Mm-hmm. You know, it, do what you want, call it what you want. But if right. you willingly remove yourself from your source, you're going to die. Right. And, and so I have to stay connected to God by doing things his way, following his laws of priority, no matter, it doesn't matter how, how it feels to my flesh. Right. You know, it doesn't matter how, how it looks. I have to do things God's way. And, and so we, we looked then yesterday, and I think we're going to jump into some new things today, but we looked then yesterday about the honor structure. And how God says we are to honor those who have been placed in authority over us. Why? So that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life. So, so that we may lead a life that's full of uh, transparency. We may lead a life that's full of joy. Lead a life that's full of uh, his goodness. Right? Right. So as we begin to give God the highest position of importance and priority, then every other relationship, including uh, that of your spouse, I believe will begin to fall in place. Yes. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Are we all right? Everything good? <laughs> I'm getting text messages. <laughs> um, but let I me mean, speak on that. What is that? You know, when you follow God's laws, mm-hmm. then things just go well in your life. Yes. Well, you know, on a foundational level, God set the terms. Yeah. God set the terms for good relationships. Mm-hmm. He set the terms for good relationship with him, mm-hmm. with other people and with yourself. Mm. And those are the so three good. relationships of importance for any person. Mm-hmm. You might say, you mean I have a relationship with myself? Absolutely. Yes. You should. You have a you way That's of so relating to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your pitfalls. You know your strengths, mm-hmm. you know your weaknesses, mm-hmm. and how you see yourself is going to determine the boundaries you set up for your own life, mm-hmm. the liberties you give yourself, uh, your personality, how you relate to yourself is going to determine the course of your life. And as a matter of fact, it's going to determine your self-worth. Mm. So it's amazing that in order to have a good self-worth, you must have a good God worth. Mm. In order to have a good relationship, me and you or me and whomever else is in my life, then I have to have a good God worth. Mm. And in order so for good. me so to have the trickle down in every area of my life, God has to be made 
first place. Mm -hmm. His way of doing and being right mm -hmm. is what the Bible calls righteousness. Mm -hmm. So what is the foundation for order? Well, you see it in Genesis 2, 24 through 25. Don't get off of this because it's good. Uh, it says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they become one flesh. Mm -hmm. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Now, Matthew 19, 5 through 6, mm. this is the words of wow. Jesus. There's a saying that says, red words win. win. Red words win. Well, it means this. If Jesus said it, I do it, and that settles it. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus said wow. this and, in verse 5, and said, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, mm. so that they are no more two, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let no man put asunder. Yeah. So now he's setting forth the priority for life. We think that this whole scripture is about a wife and a husband. It's really about who is first place in your life. Mm -hmm. And it's really mm -hmm. God. You know, you, when you say something about having a relationship with yourself, Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't have a proper love of self, mm. <laughs> you're not going to be able to love anyone else properly. You're not going to be able to love um, your, your spouse. You're not going to be able to love But what if you're selfish? Your, yeah. And that's the thing. That's not a proper love of self. Mm -hmm. You know, that's an improper love of self. Mm -hmm. But the point that I was making here is that the order must come from God. You right. must receive of his love. You must mm -hmm. receive of his strength. We, we've been trying to love with a deficit. We've been trying to do things Ooh. with a deficit, you know, uh, not operating from like what the late great John Osteen used to say, not operating from the top of the barrel. We're trying to give people a half of ourselves, a piece of ourselves, a piece of ourselves. And so because we don't see the, the worth that we have, we possess in Christ, we try to give we try to give out of um, a worthless vessel. Mm. But here's the thing that I was thinking of when you were talking. If we don't have worth from Christ, then the man that can that can tear not only myself apart, but tear us apart is me. I can be the man. My enemy be becomes my enemy because mm -hmm. if I don't see myself properly, then I'm not going to. I'm not. I believe that you're not going to see me properly. Mm -hmm. Understand what I'm saying mm -hmm. on, on this. If I don't know myself then I'm going to be detrimental to the relationship. Right. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. If I don't love myself, I'm going to be detrimental to the relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to put myself down. I'm going to destroy myself because I feel like this is how you see me. Yes. And it's because I haven't done, I haven't established and maintained right priorities in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I haven't received from the father. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Well, I haven't become one with God, mm -hmm. so it's going to be hard for me to become one with you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And so I want to jump over into Exodus chapter 34 and verse 14. And, and the Lord says this. He says, for thou shalt worship no other God for the Lord whose name is jealous, is a jealous God. Mm -hmm. And I think when it comes to that scripture, we often focus on the word jealous, but we skip over the word worship. Mm. Worship. And what is worship? Mm -hmm. 
Where's worship pastor? It's a giving of yourself. It's the total giving of yourself. So we yeah. give ourselves, just like you were saying, you give a piece of yourself mm-hmm. to different things. And, you know, we often find that at the end of the day, we're at a deficit because there's not enough of ourselves to go around. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so like good. you said, the enemy tends to be our enemy. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, God wants to be an ever-filling fountain in our lives. So the only way we get that uh, constant flow is we have to go mm. to the right source. So Worship is not just about what I give God because God is not going to allow you to outgive him. Mm-hmm. But as you give, he gives, the Bible says, back to you, good to measure, measure pressed down, down mm. shaken together mm. and running over. God is that kind of God. He will not allow you to outgive him. You're not going to give him your life and end up with nothing. Mm. You're going to inherit heaven for sure. Mm-hmm. But if you wow. give of yeah, your life so without dying in this lifetime, he makes sure that you have greater treasures in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Now, the scripture, you know, play, you know, plays that out. It says that in so many ways. But now God is saying this. Don't give what belongs to me as far as worship is concerned. Don't give it to other gods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we know that there's Explain, only yeah, yeah. one God. So mm-hmm. what is he talking about? He's not talking about real gods. He's talking about the gods that we set up in our life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we were saying even this morning how for some people their job is their God. Mm-hmm. And maybe they have a very good reason for thinking that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I know of a particular person who grew up in poverty. So when they got old enough to have a job, they put 100% into their job because they were so afraid of going back to a place of poverty. Mm-hmm. Well, So fear was driving them. So fear was driving them. But a person mm-hmm. who's full of faith mm-hmm. in a situation like that will say, I never want to be impoverished again. So I'm going to put my 100% into God. Mm-hmm. But when God says it's time to go to work, I'm going to be following the Leading and the guiding of the one whom I worship, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even as I go to work. I have a question for you. And, and you know, we talked about this, but how, how do you assimilate that? You know, how do I trust a God that mm-hmm. I don't see? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I trust him to provide for me when I'm so used to providing for myself? When I was in poverty, I felt like God wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So now that I have a job, I have to, I have to, for myself. And I, I'm not I'm not necessarily saying that what I'm doing is playing devil's advocate. Because a lot of times people watching this. Well, that could never be. That could never be. But with people watching this, still the question will pop up in their mind. Mm. How do I trust in somebody who I can't see? Well, you know, for a for a baby, the trust cycle starts this way. The child as an infant, you know, you've just had this baby, you bring the baby home and the baby who has been connected to an umbilical cord for nine months mm. suddenly feels a certain sensation that it never felt while in the mother's womb. Mm. It feels hunger. Yeah, come on. And so not only does it feel hunger, it feels cold mm. mm-hmm. or heat. Mm-hmm. Because while it was in the mother's womb, it was growing at the perfect temperature. That's a good now. Now, not only does it feel hunger, not only does it feel cold and heat, but it also feels 
and hears sounds mm. in a greater degree than it did inside that muffled womb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, not only is it hearing sounds, so it's getting environmental overload, right? Yeah. Now, suddenly there's a certain wetness in that diaper. Mm. So what the child realizes, you know, at that infant stage is that it has needs that are not being met from, you know, just supernaturally. Yeah, yeah. So in order mm. for this child to get its needs met, what it recognizes from the going. moment it is born is that going. in order to get the needs met, it must cry out. Yeah, depend on the greater. It must cry out. Mm. And you might say, well, I don't cry. I don't cry out. But every time you pray, you cry out to the Lord. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that when God heard the cries of the people in Egypt Mm -hmm. saying, Mm -hmm. we want to be free, Mm -hmm. that he heard it. And that is when he put Moses in action. He heard the cries of the people who said, we want to be free. We are tired of this Egyptian bondage. Mm-hmm. And you might not be in Egyptian bondage, mm-hmm. but you might be in another circumstance that causes you causes you to cry out and say, I can't take this anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where trust begins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can trust a God you can't see when you recognize that when you cry out, just like that infant crying out for milk, the need is supplied. It's so good. Yeah. When you cry out, Mm -hmm. just like that infant who says it's cold in here, a blanket shows up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like that baby who cries out and says, Mm -hmm. I'm uncomfortable. I need love. That diaper is changed. A hug is given. Mm. Love is shown. Mm. Now, so this is how you learn to trust God. Mm -hmm. You learn to trust God by crying, by prayer, by reaching out to him, by saying, Lord, I need you now. And when he supplies your need, then you know it was God and it was not you who mm-hmm. caused that thing to come to pass. I am, I am, ooh, ooh. That's how trust with God is built. But you know, you know what's so good about what you just said? It is a, it is a skill that must be developed. Mm. And it's a skill that must be taught. Yes. There's not enough teaching on when you cry out, God will yes. show up. There's not enough teaching on uh, us knowing the true El Shaddai that God is. You know, and it's so much about relationship. When you recognize your total dependence on God, mm-hmm. when you begin to realize that the only thing you can truly trust in, because that baby, while it was in the womb, it trusted in the temperature, it trusted in the nourishment, it trusted in the womb, it yeah. trusted in the comfort. Mm-hmm. Not only was that child close to its mother, it was inside of its mother. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so every so need, every need emotionally, physically, spiritually, it was supplied. Mm-hmm. The child trusted in those things as long as it was in the womb. Mm-hmm. But once that child was born, mm-hmm. the first thing it went through was discomfort. Mm-hmm. Because as the womb contracted and the bones of the mother that was covered with flesh pushed that child out the head was crushed sometimes children are born with a broken collarbone bone or a a dislocated shoulder because the pressure is so intense Mm -hmm. that the first thing a child does once 
it is born is it cries mm -hmm. why because this birthing process it hurts it hurts and so know this that in your relationship with god as you your circumstance changes and you recognize you need god you will go through some wow, hurts wow 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 you will experience some mm. pain mm. and the the thing about our human nature is we will try to fix it ourselves mm -hmm. that's our independence mm -hmm. that's our adamic nature coming through mm -hmm. but when we recognize that god is our source and he's the only thing we can truly trust mm -hmm. in and then we give him that worship prayer is a part of worship mm -hmm. Crying out is a part of it's worship. It's a part, part of recognizing yeah. that he is your only, only true yeah. source. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you see that, wow. trust is built. Yeah, go ahead. Go, no, you're good. So what? So here's what we've been experiencing, though. Much like the Israelites, you know, and everything God does, he does in pictures. When we look at the Old Testament, the Old Testament is just a big picture, a type and a shadow of what re revelation we should be seeing in this New Testament. That's so good. It is a, it is mm. a, a, it is a, the Old Testament is Christ concealed. Right. The New Testament is Christ revealed. revealed. But, but what we see is the Israelites went through 490 years of harsh dependence on self-labor. And what's interesting to me is why were they in bondage for 400 years? Yeah. Certainly if they had cried out sooner, God would have met their needs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But there was a part of bondage that was comfortable, comfortable. That's it. The, in the beginning. That's right. That's in right. the beginning, their bondage was comfortable. Yeah. It's not until the latter part of their bondage that it became so uncomfortable mm -hmm. that they re realized yeah. that they had need of yeah. a savior. And they, and they stuck with that need. You mm -hmm. know, I, I believe much like the Israelites, the church goes, they vast, vacillate. I think that's the word I'm looking for. They go back and forth with God. You know, Lord, I need you today, but yeah. no, everything's good today, you wow. know, tomorrow. <laughs> well, I need you, to, I need you on the third day, but everything's good on the fourth day, you know? And so, so we go oh. back and forth between this need for God and this dependence upon self, you know, need for God and dependence upon self, but it's training us all the while mm -hmm. to, to not really depend on the source, but just depend on him when we need him. But mm. you should need him every day of your life. You mm. know, you should you should be trained into needing him every day of your life. And and what I've learned is that God has put a put a mantle upon you and I mm -hmm. to reprogram the thinking right. of the church. Right. Our heart should be now, I can't do anything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. without God. Well, you know, God. He is my source. Yes. He is my first place. He is the one I run to. I have to run to him much like a baby who says I was in that womb and all of my needs were met. Let me get back to the place of going to my source. You right. know, but see, here's what happens in the world. We snip the umbilical cord. Think about that. The mm -hmm. child, once it comes out of that womb, it's a separation. Mm -hmm. It's a snipping. Mm -hmm. You get you get separated from your source. Why? Because mm -hmm. we, we want to teach our children how to live independently. Mm -hmm. Think about mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But the child is used to crying out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Instinctively, we are used to crying out. Mm -hmm. Instinctively, we are used to depending. Mm -hmm. You have to be taught how to live independent. 
Mm-hmm. You see that? You see what I just said? Yeah. And so now we're, we're going back and we're telling you, listen, listen, there is a proper way to do things. Mm-hmm. Well, There's living a proper independent law. is definitely a Greek and Western. And we talked about this yesterday. Mindset. Right. Uh, it's the Greeks who taught us to be independent. Mm-hmm. Now, the Eastern uh, mindset concerning that thing is. I must continue in my father's business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whatever trade an Eastern person had, the son, the firstborn son, or else the remaining members of the family was uh, expected to continue in the father's work. So with each generation, the father's legacy and the father's work should continue mm-hmm. and thrive and be a blessing to the next generation rather than the independent thought of working for someone or the independent thought of starting something new. If you have a new startup every generation, then you might yeah, find that good. every generation you're starting with scraps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you have something that's more established, then you can take what is established to the next level Mm -hmm. and have a new dimension of success. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. You know, Mm -hmm. and that's what God really wants from his children. Mm -hmm. Think about this. This is not just an earthly principle or an Eastern principle. To carry on his mission. Yeah. But what God really wants is for us not to live from the scraps, but to live from the overflow of his love, Mm -hmm. the overflow of his provision, Mm -hmm. and then to continue in his father's work. So good. So good. Yeah. We are to continue in the works of the father Mm -hmm. and not have such an independent mindset that we are so determined to establish our own kingdom that we forget that we are kingdom builders and we are to continue in our father's work. That's good. That's good. We are, we are, uh, you know, time is up, but we are really, I believe setting a, a precedent here. Yeah. For success. For success. And what, what is true success? Yeah. 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 You know what profit a man to gain the world and lose, lose his, his soul. soul? That's so, what the Bible yeah. asks. Yeah. 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 Real quickly, real quickly. And I know our time is up, but Genesis chapter, uh, two. And, I love preaching the preachers. Uh, Genesis chapter two. <laughs> he he said this: If you want to have good success, because we already we already know what Joshua one eight says, but he says the Lord God took the man, put him in a garden of Eden to tend it and to keep it. Then he says, and and the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden, freely eat. Freely eat. Get full. Freely eat. Feed on me. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat for Eat for in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So what I see in that is God is saying, if you want to be a producer, go all the way back to Genesis chapter one, verse 26, and let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion mm-hmm. over the fish and sea, fowl of the air. But then he also goes on to say, and man, he created man and woman to have dominion and to what? Watch this word. Reproduce. Yes. Reproduce. Be productive. Yeah, be productive. So the only way that you can truly be productive is number one, you got to learn how to depend on him. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to learn how to depend on each other. Yeah. Which is the proper priorities mm-hmm. that God has established in the earth. He says, you got to feed on my way. Yeah. Because if you feed on this other way, you're going to be cut off. That's you're going to be, and you're not going to be productive. Right. So we become consumers. 
because we're so busy trying to live an independent life like you just got to talking about. Yeah. We, we become consumers rather than be productive because the production part means that I got to trust in somebody that that's not myself. <laughs> yes. Wow. So we're going to stop right there. I, I pray you received this revelation that, that went forth today. I know you did. And I pray that you start to evaluate your life. Yeah. Are you being a producer? Are you being productive? Is, are you being a consumer? Are you being a consumer? And, and, and the best way to understand whether or not you're being a producer or a consumer is how are your thoughts? Do you have consuming thoughts or do you have productive thoughts? That is strong. Are your thoughts consuming you? Right. That means if you're consumed and you don't see a way out, that means you're depending on the wrong source. Yeah. Amen. So come back. Watch us tomorrow. We'll be here tomorrow. Uh, listen, I want to announce that on Sunday, we're going to meet at 930. Church starts at 930. Because it's hot. Because it's hot. <laughs> Real hot. They got this filter out now. You look like you're crying. And I put some on. It's hot. It's, it's hot. hot so, it's so, hot. so church will start at 930, which means that our confessions will start at 915. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but get out there early. Come on, get the word so that you can you can go home, get cool, and relax. Amen? I saw Misty was on there earlier. Misty, you have to wear your hat. That's right. Because you right. got some cool hats. That's right. Amen. <laughs> so we love you today. God bless you. Let us speak a word over you. The, the Lord, Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom, shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus, Jesus is Lord and, and he's, he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we will see you next time. Amen.